side. Welcome, everybody, young and old. How do you do? Live. <laughs> all, all of you to all joking aside episode 89 oh we are getting so close oh your background steps there i know I, okay. I rolled back in my chair okay yeah uh 89 um i am gregory cohen one of your co-hosts and right over there is i'm Monsieur daryl mendelson Oh, that's a, a language that hasn't even been invented. Yet. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. Decoder rings will be included with your next news letter. And and um, we decided to let you know that we do actually listen to comments um, that are given to us, both of them. And so... And, and mostly we ignore them, but today... Oh, today we're actually following one because one of our wonderful listeners um, suggested that we have a guest every now and then and um today's episode is about old friends now obviously we've bored the hell out of you about talking about daryl's in my friendship um which dates back several years a few decades actually 85 what did we say 85 right mm -hmm. um so we thought we would bring in another special guest who um, uh, shared a lot of that time and then some more. We'll, we'll talk about that. So without further ado, let's give a big round of applause to our special guest today. I even created a special background for special guests because That's we may that. do this again, depending on how well this goes. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> So, uh, a special round of applause for our wonderful special guest, another old friend, Scott Zuckman. <laughs> Welcome, Scott Zuckman. How are you today, sir? Is, is, is this where you just edit and start all over? Damn right. We just brilliant editing, and you are here. <laughs> seamlessly matter of fact the editing is going to be so severe we won't even see you for the entire time that you're on <laughs> so we were talking about old friends and uh, as i said in our little introduction daryl and i have bored the hell out of people talking about how we met etc but we thought we bring in the person who actually brought everything together yeah created right. the magic that with, is all joking aside <laughs> 30 without this this man later. here i would have never uh, met greg and right. i'm still pissed as hell <laughs> yeah, yeah well, daryl's still holding me accountable for that what can i tell you so uh scott was tell the you. director yeah. of the show that that where daryl and i met the real inspector hound and I've always been curious, and I don't know that I've ever really talked to you about this, but when you, obviously, you knew Daryl for many years, um, and we'll talk about that as well. But uh, when you first saw me come in, obviously looking a great deal like Daryl, did it cross your mind, oh, thank God, I don't have to cast Daryl now, <laughs> because I have this guy who's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> I had information I, um, that he needed to I, cast me for. I can, I can neither confirm nor deny that. 
<laughs> but uh, I, wait, I, I can't. You guys are drinking coffee mugs. Yes, we are. Um, and um, I got mine. Uh oh. Oh, <laughs> it was there. Put it right in front of your body. Right in front of your body. There you, there go. you go. First annual mm-hmm. awards banquet, 1988. Tempo. Okay. I'd this be impressed if I knew what that was. Why tempo don't you explain this? Long Long Beach Community Theater Equity Waiver, where we reprised the real Inspector Hound and you two J Holes. You earned me a best director award. <laughs> he did that from us because he knows we would have wanted one ourselves. Did he call us J Hole? I think he Is that did. a Jewish slur? <laughs> That's Jewish for Jewish asshole. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for clearing that up. No, uh, but um, no, it, 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 it was uh, earlier than that at uh, the, um, uh, where the hell was that? Anna, Anna Madreska. Yeah. In, in California, and um, which we closed. Oh, which <laughs> did, did it ever have another show after that? I, I it, did. It, it did. It went for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't top it. And uh, but but Greg, you were in the mouse trap, and uh, that's uh, a whole another issue. Daryl, I don't know if he ever you know was anywhere in the neighborhood. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you did that show. I didn't do mouse trap. What? what? The mousetrap. Take your medication. Greg was in a wheelchair. This was. Oh, uh, oh. oh. It's, do we call That's wheel, wheelchair is mousetrap? <laughs> God uses his own language. He, he prescribed. He, he, he uh, uh, your wet nurse just showed up. Come on. He ascribes to the uh, the Humpty Dumpty philosophy of uh, you use language any way you feel fit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I do have a souvenir of the best American playwright and best American play that I never saw. Okay. Yay! Yay! And tell us, do you know who the uh, the playwright is by any chance? Um, yeah, what's that? Okay, we have now. I see where this is going, and there you go. This is going downhill. So, just to clear it up, because at this point, everyone who doesn't actually know us is so damn confused. Um, (laughs) yeah, both Daryl and I tried out for um, a production of The Real Inspector Hound at Anna Majeska Playhouse in 1985, and Scott was the director. And Scott's beautiful wife, uh, Valerie, was the assistant director, which made me want to get into that show very, very badly. (laughs) Um, And um, we both tried out, and Scott was wise enough to um, cast both of us. And then I returned the favor shortly thereafter by directing... Come blow your horn, in which I cast Daryl and Scott as brothers. And then Daryl returned the favor by wisely never trying to direct a play. And you both were fantastic in that production, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in, in deference to your last episode, number 88, um, Daryl was always in my ear. Scott. Maybe it'd be better if we do it this way. I think you should try this in the next scene. 
-hmm. And I would say, Daryl, don't ever direct. Don't ever direct. <laughs> Is that true? Is that true? No. Because I... Daryl never did that. No, oh, okay. he, he was... He was no. a dutiful actor. Always it was it was more I grabbed him by the ankles and cried <laughs> and looked up at him and said that. It wasn't just to his face that way. No. <laughs> can, can you Daryl, make Daryl, the kiss Daryl. on stage last a little longer, please? Please <laughs> tell me that you love me. Right, yeah. right. And um, so, you know, we have had a, a interspersed uh, and uh, you cast me in The Rainmaker I also. Did. I did. And I one of my as Starbuck, one of the favoriteest roles in, in my history of acting. And um, your direction was insightful and uh, helped bring out goodness in me that, uh, frankly, I don't have. So uh, I really wonder who the yeah. who, who is the stand-in you got from me? Yeah. <laughs> Just like me. But... You know what? Uh, it he complained about it, but I did ask Burt Lancaster to, to wait just in case. <laughs> but it wasn't necessary. I, I do want to mention that the insightful uh, direction also included giving Daryl this move when he was talking about a raccoon. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring up that I was in it. I, I, I didn't want anybody to think of incestuousness here. <laughs> I thought of this play out as though you have an expansive life of other people who you can do stuff without me. But uh, basically, their shows are only successful if I'm in them. Yeah, ah, there you good. go. Uh, it's the common denominator. Yeah. But uh, well, and, yeah. And, and then you you directed, going full circle here, you directed Real Inspector Hunt again, again? at Long Beach Playhouse. And, oh, you mentioned that. And we were in the show. I had the yeah. same role as I had the first time around, but Greg got elevated to a, a different part. So oh, uh, yeah. Greg, was, Greg was just so phenomenal. Um, and the two of you, I wish I had cast that the first time. It but. really was a fun, fun production. <laughs> and on top of that, yeah. you, you placed in the other box watching the play within a play, uh, my wife, who was not my wife at the time, she was my right. fiance, and Daryl's sweetheart, who is still not my to wife. Through some interconnection with Huntington Beach and other places, I, I don't know if y'all knew each other first, or you just—I was a matchmaker again. I—I—I I, I, I don't remember, oh, but I'll oh, take credit oh, for it. Oh, Kaisa? <laughs> yeah. No, I take responsibility for that one. Oh yeah, uh, damn it. Yeah, somebody's no. got to do it. You I were somewhat it. responsible for getting Daryl and Jackie together because oh, be. because you were in the show with Jackie and with me, and, and with you. Daryl showed up this to more rehearsals of that show. This is so pathetic. For shows that he was we, in, <laughs> we look for shows with three men casts, and that's yes. that's all we do. That's all. Daryl Daryl was constantly asking me, you know, can you can you get a cast list from the director? I just would like to have the contact information of my fellow <laughs> actors. And, you know, I, I know how that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Back in the but, days of Rolodex. Yeah. But, but that play included one of the best ad lib scenes that ever existed in the history of theater. That was fun. And, <laughs> and I don't think your audience would care, but <laughs> Greg, Greg <laughs> had taught me things I never knew about not keeping a straight face 
when something goes wrong on stage. <laughs> uh, we we do not need to go into details, but basically a prop failed and the scene that normally would have been about two minutes long, it lasted about 10 minutes, I would well, say. Well, tell me it was. The prop failure was he had a, a hole in the b bottom of, of a cup of coffee Right, and he had to deal with that thing dripping all over the stage. Yes, <laughs> it became a it became a it bit. Became a, like, oh yeah. my God! It went yeah. on forever. The director actually said, "You know, uh, can we just like do that every time?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no we really. And, and the next time the show was done, uh, Greg and Scott just came out and did the uh, balloon animals. <laughs> yeah, right. Nothing <laughs> could top it. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we were in tears. So was the audience. But it was, it was it funny. Was I was there that day. I was, I was no, not in that show. Lot of, no, Daryl was not in that show. No, thank I, God. I watched that show. I mean, oh, darn. And I go back to third grade. And um, that means last we week. Went. We went back to third grade. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to matriculate as quick as as we can. But yeah, I knew I knew Scott when we were eight years old. That's where we, we met. Yeah, and we that's... were literally acting in, in school. <laughs> we were Batman and Robin. And, that's right. And, and, uh, and who who is Batman? Who is Batman, Scott? Huh? Who is Batman every single freaking time? Come on. Uh-huh. How'd that work out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, don't don't you usurp my signature move? <laughs> no, that was Pulp Fiction. Uh, he stole oh, it from you. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. It's true. Down, I did it first. Yeah. Yeah. I did it first. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't Why don't you two share? Because you know, I, I've talked a lot about the fact that you know we've been friends for thirty eight years now. Um, I'm almost 40, yeah, dang. Yeah, and that that is one of the two longest friendships in my life. Um, well, one of the three, if you count the three of us. Um, but <laughs> it, it absolutely peters away to nothing compared to how long you two have been friends. Almost 60 years. Which yeah, is yeah. amazing. So how, do, how did you meet? Um before I do that, I know I'll answer that, but I want He's not to answer a single question. He's going to go veer off on every yeah. other tangent. <laughs> not me, not me. But the uh, reason is, you said you introduced us as the subject today, old friends. Old friends. And I, yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, understand if that means people who've been friends a long time, or people who are old and friends. Same. So, yeah. Well, I met him in third grade. <laughs> I'm going to put just, together a schematic. We'll get right back to this. We were we were in a class uh, together, and um, you might remember from episode 88, stellar episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to clear this up, Scott has never watched a single episode before. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, actually, I did up. see one or two. We were, we were guilting him. We were yeah, guilting I, him. You're yeah. guilting me, but you know, 88 weeks, holy crap. But the point is, I did watch it, and he he said very uh, succinctly, he was the class clown. And he was. He cracked me up. And the problem is, I wanted to be the class clown, because the bullies <laughs> were bugging me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, yeah, a, a windy, nerdy little kid. 
And You're bigger um, than me. They didn't bug you as much as they bugged me. Well, that's true. I have the yeah. height factor. You yeah. Know? Um, I think in, you know, I was like, what, half inch bigger at that time? And <laughs> it's a big difference when you're only four feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Today, today, if you count muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Biomass. <laughs> biomass. That's the nice way to put it. Yeah. I, I took the scales at double whatever Daryl is. So um, we, uh, you know, he was my competition. And so literally, and I mean this very, I think her name was Miss Patterson. You're good with names from the past, but I can't Ber remember grade school. Burnsdorf. What the hell? Uh, I don't care. She it was a history matter. teacher. We had Patterson, four teachers. Burnsdorf, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> they're all dead. doesn't matter. They're all dead. <laughs> all I remember is Daryl <laughs> would make a habit of cracking jokes that the teacher couldn't hear but everybody around him certainly could. And they'd all, they'd all be laughing all the time. And the team, oh, what the hell's going on? And so I started sitting near Daryl. Wow. They, yeah, they, they used to do it in alphabetical order, but the way the chairs were, the Z ended up semi near the end. And uh, long story short, I, I started taking the bait. And this was the beginning of my improv career. So he would he would crack some kind of wise and then I would say something and we would, and then pretty soon the, it was like, couldn't stop. And the teacher, remember we got timed out. We got yeah. reprimanded. We got terrible uh, things happen because we just wouldn't stop. Cracking is this, a, is this when we got our wicker uh, hats and the canes and starts <laughs> doing vaudeville numbers? <laughs> No, that was when we got the pointy one. Oh, okay, <laughs> the, the dunce cap. I don't, I don't remember that. I, it's interesting because I don't remember the, the actual inception of our friendship. I just remember it yeah. being there. So, it just, so, we, we started bantering in class. And uh, wow. then we'd hang out at recess, lunch, and all the rest of that stuff. And, or PE, you know, because we couldn't play with all the other nerds. Uh, although I did, I did learn that to be social, having some kind of athletic ability was helpful. So that's when I started getting into being a jock in the fifth, sixth grade. And Daryl just kept singing, dancing, and uh, being funny. So <laughs> wow, wow! I'm looking over here. I had a little autograph book with uh, signatures from elementary school, and you wrote something stupid in there. I can't find it now. I'll, I'll bring Seriously? it up later. Wow. If I yeah. wrote it, it was probably stupid. Yeah. <laughs> now, yes. And, yeah. and you lived close to each other, right? We were. Um, we, bike ride, you know, I'd say now in real time, roughly a mile uh, away, we were at the same elementary school. Sure. Um, he could walk across the street to the school. And I could, I'd yeah. My bike. Yeah. But uh, I would go to his house all the time. We didn't yeah. sleep overs. We just became best of friends until he destroyed my leg with a huge boulder. And that was it. So yeah. after he did that, I, I destroyed his mousetrap game with my huge butt. It, <laughs> it didn't come out right. You'll understand. Yeah. You'll, you'll understand when the novel comes out. It's, it's going to be a... It's going to be a graphic novel. And we'll show it was an accident, I swear. 
Just like when the baseball went through my window. It was, yeah, it was an accident. I was, it was one of my most esteemed and favorite games, Mousetrap. And, it was, you know, put it together in the whole group Goldberg thing. And it was all kinds of fun. And Scott came. I don't know. If, sometimes I wondered if you did it intentionally. Hey, look what I can do. <laughs> I, I can break anything, Daryl. He, he, he sat down and, and, and I had a pile of plastic shards. And uh, we went on for something else. <laughs> Yeah, Scott and I hung out uh, I quite a bit. I can break anything without trying. That's. that's I have a memory of. Uh, I have a memory. You got into Fuller Brush, and you pulled me into that little uh, enterprise for a short yeah. time. I've, yeah, I became very entrepreneuristic. This, this is a kid. We're talking about as a kid. He was a pretty young. You were kids yeah. selling the Fuller we were, Brush we line. High school. That was in high school. No. Yeah. I Trust me. So. Okay. You had to be sixteen. Okay. Wait. What's 16 well, minus five? 11th grade, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you joined the uh, Navy when you were 12. Do you remember that story? <laughs> no, but but this guy was recruiting, uh, you know, kids to mm -hmm. do Fuller Brush. And um, I went door to door uh, selling Fuller Brush. And uh, then uh, I got old enough to, I was able to drive a car. And I then hired a little team that I would drive around and drop off in different neighborhoods to go sell theirs because it was, the way, it was kind of stacked where you make a little bit of money off of your team sales. It's called a pyramid scheme, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> let me check my. Let me check. Hold it. Hold it. I'm going to check my Bernie Madoff uh, dictionary yeah. here. Oh, God. Scott uh, legally changed his name to Zuckman from Ponzi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was Italian of descent. And uh, so, no, but seriously, it's still around today and uh, or brush and uh, no different than when what's their faces, the ladies would ring on your doorbell. Avon. Avon, that's it. Avon calling, yeah. Yeah. Or but, Amway. Uh, so there you go. And then I, I later sold Cutco knives door to door, um, you know, know that uh, wow. yeah, cutlery. I'd wow. carry this big old set of cutlery, and that was later on. I, I used to sell at Granada Hills. Uh, I would sell uh, T-shirts. Um, my, my best one was uh, the one that made me the most money was the Granada Hills uh, streaking team. And it, it, <laughs> it came out right after some guy ran all the way across the quad in, in his nothingness. And uh, I mean that in all ways you can picture. And... <laughs> It scarred yeah, me for yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I lost my lunch that day. I remember you? I'm I remember you going across, going across the I quad. Told you I, I told you I would give it back. <laughs> <laughs> did did you actually? You, you, he saw the streaker. I was the streaker, dude. You were the streaker, <laughs> <laughs> and I did it to drum up business. And then I, because I, I, streaking was a thing. Streaking was a thing. No, I know, I know. Yeah. 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 And and so I this would have I, been in I, the seventies. A guy, yeah, a guy completely sanctioned by the school administration. Oh God, no! But they didn't catch me, <laughs> so I had a mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but those ladies that were lucky enough to uh, have been around then, they might have recognized me. Anyway, the. <laughs> No, we can't go there on this. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. It's, it's yeah, absolutely. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, you beat me to it because basically, yeah. I was going to say people stood around saying, "Who is that woman?" <laughs> but um. Uh, so that being said, um, I had the shirts already pre-prepared. Grand Hills uh, High School streaking team with a logo, 
And so the next day I appeared with all of these saying, you know, y'all saw the speaker yesterday. This is great. We should do this. It's high school spirit. And I sold out everything we had printed up and uh, made, made a few hundred bucks. So uh, always been entrepreneurial. <laughs> I was going to say charlatan, but okay. Entrepreneurial, we'll go with that. that. That's incredible. Wait a minute. I yeah. just want to clear this up. So you had created this shirt. Yeah. Plan to sell them and before you actually streak. And so the streaking was purely a an advertising gimmick. Yes. <laughs> that is so twisted. I don't Thank remember. You. All I remember is that, oh look at there's Zuckman naked across the field. I don't know if they got t-shirts or whatnot. It's just... <laughs> He's making this sound like it's a much more reputable story than I can recall. <laughs> it, it was very well thought and planned out. I had I had uh, my locker in the gym, and uh, so I disrobed there and left it in my locker, and therefore I could always come back later. Didn't so, you? I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. Finish up. No, go no. ahead. And I had a car parked on the caddy corner opposite end of where the gym and then the quad and then the, the exit was, and. Um, just just did my thing i i have a recollection <laughs> i have a recollection maybe this is a false memory that you actually wore a mask i did yeah i said, I, said so, I wore a mask this is Scott, yeah. it's a high school you know we know everybody he's got a little teeny mask across his eyes oh like one of Who those that? yeah well, I don't know. I mean, no, I think that's just, where your memory goes. I remember a ski mask. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's right. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and and here's the reaction. That. People go, oh, look, there's somebody streaking across the lawn. And we're having lunch. People go like this. Oh, yeah, that's Scott. <laughs> now, next day when I came to gym class to get my clothes, uh, yeah. some guys in the locker room said, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't sure in what way. Oh man! In in a, in a strange coincidence, Scott okay. also very early on created a T-shirt that said "Manson Family Reunion." <laughs> but strangely, he was never connected with those uh, tribes. No, but I still wear red to this day. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, what is and, the secret and, of long friendship? We even went from high school to the same college. Right. Yeah. In fact, the, when was that was that intentional? Well, it, it was absolutely, and I'll tell you why. Because prior to um, graduating high school, uh, there was a shift to another one that opened closer to Daryl. And he was reallocated, right? Daryl, didn't you end up going to uh, the you're, other you're high getting, You're getting mixed up a little bit. Do you, oh, I am. Uh, you, you're talking about junior high. We, we, oh, yeah, junior high. Hmm. Yeah, I got, we, that's where we did it. We, but we did. We, we were in the same high school together, yes. We went, yes. yeah. Thank you. I apologize. And we both so, wanted yes, to be doctors. High, I transferred to go to the same high school, a uh, junior high that he did. And then we ended up at the same high school. Right. And then when it came college time, uh, we applied for some of the same colleges, and uh, the one we we chose 
was mutually of satisfactory. Idaho. Yeah, College of Idaho. We, I don't know if we're allowed to say that on here, but sure. um, you can and, and, and Scott and Scott influenced me actually because we both we both wanted to go into medicine, and he had heard of this place, and then they had the recruitment on campus, and they had a recruiter from College of Idaho, which is kind of strange, from that little town in Caldwell, Idaho, to have a recruiter on the campus of our high school in Granada Hills, California. That yeah. kind of a strange yeah. notion for me. And, and my mother had gone to that meet, you know, meeting night with the recruiters right, uh, right. And, and put our name down because she thought it sounded interesting, uh, put my name down. And uh, they came and recruited. I mentioned, I talked to Daryl. He liked it. They talked to him. They liked him. <laughs> what miracle. And <laughs> yeah, I, we don't know if we like you. Do you have the money for the tuition? I do. <laughs> we I love, love you. you. <laughs> we love you. And so we both, like you said, want to be doctors and it was a great pre-med program. So we both went. Uh, we roomed together the first year in the dorm, and that's when the wheels came off the bus. <laughs> Things kind of went south a bit. Yeah, you can only be with somebody so long. Yeah. Anyway, we we kind of parted ways. Daryl went to a different college, um, but we always stayed in touch. And uh, yeah. and, and, and uh, once we graduated, um, I went on to a graduate degree in Missouri and gone away for a couple more years so then I moved back to Long Beach and uh, we were uh, close again and uh, then theater was a big thing because I acted in college act uh, and even directed and then went to the grad school and didn't direct there but I did act in a lot uh, at grad school in Missouri and came back and I just knew I loved it. And uh, so acting and directing and, and uh, I kind of like directing more really, because, you know, I, I like pushing buttons better than having my buttons pushed. And you're not but, a very good actor. Also a lot of directors at the time <laughs> were say the line like this. Yeah. This is how I That's want right. you to say That's it. That's right. That was right. And I became a directing. A, yeah. Yeah, I became a tape recorder, and I didn't like that. I like. By the age. by, the way, Scott is uh, the gentleman in the story that I told a bunch of episodes back when I did the Who's on First on, in college. Scott was uh, the guy who did it with me, and it was, yeah, it was a pretty pretty great performance. Yeah, it, up it to the time he did that it. talent show away, didn't it? It, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool memory. So, okay, enough about me and Scott. So. When you first met Greg, it was at the show then, uh, yeah. when we talked about Real Inspector Hound. And was it because of your and my gentle banter that made you a friend of his? Or <laughs> did you just... Uh, no. Greg, I, yeah. I think, I think when, when, when I was casting, and yes, it was Magnus, it was a mousetrap, obviously. I, wrong word came out of my mouth. But the... Uh, you you were part. thinking about breaking Daryl's game. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just, Greg read and instantly I knew that he was perfect. I, I just did this. I got the feeling it just, bam, this guy could knock this out of the park. And did you did. tell me you felt sorry for him? Is that why you cast him? No, it was talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't spill all the things. Yeah. I'm going to do something very humanitarian today. <laughs> and, and and then then we started, you know, talking a lot about the character, about you know the performance, and he too is not one that you want to approach 
with a, hey, why, Greg, why don't you say the line like this? Um, that does not work with Mr. Cohen. And <laughs> I learned, you know, I learned that uh, sharing visions and ways that things could be done was obviously the way to communicate. He, you know, we were just kindred spirits that way. And um, then uh, we, we just couldn't help it. We stayed friends and, uh, you know, uh, you know, the I friendship think it's developed very, very quickly. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would say, you know, and it was definitely a three way, so to speak, with the three of us. It, yeah. it kind of all clicked together. Now, here's an interesting question that when when you guys did the show where that little bit happened, Greg was improvising and it went on for forever oh, yeah. it was uh directed by a man named phil de right was he the director right. that's right so yeah. i had nothing to do with this i lived way far away scott mm -hmm. and gregory down in orange county i was way up in uh, the san fernando valley so i just want people to understand we do take a break here and there <laughs> we don't and <laughs> this and was spread fact, out over several years over time. And, yeah. but when you guys got cast did you go to the auditions together as friends or no no was that no. just a coincidence you guys showed up for the it, same audition? Darryl, uh scott was on the board at the time yeah. of the oh, theater. Okay. I didn't know and, that. Okay. And um, he, in fact, as, as I remember when I went to audition, mm -hmm. he and I were really auditioning for the same part. I, yep. We both were looking <laughs> at for the lead. Um, this is the Seacliff Shopping Center, correct? This is the Seacliff Yeah, the Huntington Beach Playhouse. Okay. It's the Huntington Beach Playhouse. Right. And there was a part in this play a tiny, tiny part. A, was it just a single scene or was it two? I think he comes back a second he time comes, yeah, for a very short, short, short thing. And it was a very small part. And I really wasn't interested in it. It was a, an old man. I mean, at the time, I was in my late 20s. I, I was yeah. not 30 yet. I know that. Um, it was the part of a... I don't know why my dog is barking crazy. Uh, you were you were you were in your twenties, just like a Sutton Foster. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, call back. Um, wow. Call back. But um, this, <laughs> you listened. This, this role was uh, the part of an old Jewish deli man uh, delivering yeah. food, and I really didn't want it. I really there was no point of it I, I wanted the lead and that was it and so when the director had me read for it I decided okay well I'm going to do such a bad audition <laughs> such an offensive choice that no one in their right mind would cast me so I went up and I did this broad vaudevillian old Jew um, there was like it was just way over the top and the director said i love it yeah <laughs> you yeah, bring so much to the table and yeah. then he, he cast me he's dying he was dying he, he cast literally i'd never seen him laugh like that and then i don't know if you remember this scott but i never got any direction from phil none no, and every night we would rehearse and i would do something completely different i would change the blocking i would just do 
different things every night to keep myself amused. And about a week before we were opening, I went up to Phil and I said, okay, Phil, we've had fun. Do you think we should set this now? We and he one? said, no, do whatever you like. Go. <laughs> and it literally was never the same any performance. What, was what, the, what our viewing audience needs to understand is this was not a comedy. We didn't talk was, about that. This was a was, drama. It was a, it was a mystery, murder, a murder mystery yeah. with comedy. I was comedy. the comic relief. You were the I mean, comic it, relief, but the show was was no, it was it's about killing people. <laughs> but, but he's, he's absolutely right. And the bottom line is that 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 he never. Greg would talk to me all the time. He says, yeah. I, "I need something." And, they, and and I would talk to Phil privately, the director, and I'd say, you know, hey, could you tell Greg? And he told me no uncertain terms. He says, this guy can do whatever he wants because uh, I think I'll ruin him. He says, I'll ruin him if I give him direction. And he probably would because Phil was one of those say the line like this guy yeah it's true it's true. secretly had this image of phil in a dark closet before that performance with a scratch all putting a hole in the bottom of the cup going this will be great let's see what he does um he was you know he showed up later as a, a small bit part so things do come around greg he got this little tiny whiny role where he didn't even get to speak on it's always sunny in philadelphia and he was, he, in that? They, he was in that briefly. I mean, I watch that show religiously. I loved it. And I, uh, I still yeah. do. It's still on. And he was in a scene in a leather jacket, like an old biker dude who's old. And uh, he, um, you know, it was one of those silent parts, but funny with his face. And long story short, uh, it was the only episode he was in. And at the end of the episode, in memory of Phil DeBurris. And it, he he died right after filming that. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And uh, just, just so people also know, full disclosure, Phil is also the director who cast Daryl and I as twins in Comedy of Errors. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I'm getting the sense. And he never like... gave us any direction yeah. either. <laughs> Yeah, in all right. these discussions, it feels like there's only five people in the entire world right now. The only reason any of us get a chance to do theater oh my is God. there are no other people. Uh, but but it would be nice to add. The very first play I did with him, I can't remember the name now. I played like a small sheriff in Long Beach Community Playhouse. Uh, why can't I remember the name? Oh, because I'm 67. Uh, so anyway, um, that was the very first one where I met Phil and yeah but he loved me and um mostly because he didn't have to direct <laughs> and it was a, like small so uh we became friends and then uh he um uh, later got on uh, the philadelphia i mean not philly of the um uh, Huntington beach playhouse and that's how i ended up getting over there he directed me in the plays and then i got on the board and the rest you know uh, was history and like you said uh mostly i was based in long beach south you know, Long Beach, Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, those theaters. I and, I, uh, I have a story that involves you. It, I had been in theater all my whole life before I knew you guys. I mean, you know, as a kid doing shows and stuff. And then I had gotten married. And for whatever reason, not because it was requested of me, I just 
got away from theater. So all during the time I was married for just under Two six days? years. Yeah, that's pretty short. <laughs> you want your wedding gift back? Okay, I'll give it to you. Um, we, Not as short as mine. I, I will. Oh, that's, yeah, well, that's true. But I had, you know, it's Scott, he mentioned that we had had a little bit of a falling out, but we had stayed in touch. Um, my wife and I broke up and I was fairly distraught. And in that time, Scott reached out to me and said, and again, I was living up in the San Fernando Valley. And if you're listening to this someplace where you don't understand the geography, it was like 70 miles away. And he said, I'm doing this play called Best of Friends. And he pulled me back into theater. I probably I had not even thought about theater anymore. So you, you were the impetus to actually get back involved with it at that point. And it was actually it was very Curse cathartic. You, I, Scott Zuckman. It, it really, I mean, it was really meaningful. I was, I was, uh, you know, beside myself with, with grief. And so to do this was a very healthy thing for me. So, so thank you for that. Very, very <laughs> cathartic. Is our time up? It is. Actually, we need to wrap this up. Oh, okay. But, but before we wrap it up, because we've uh, gone on and on about, you know, various little anecdotes about, uh, you know, each of us monopolizing each other's lives in theater. <laughs> it really stopped. To almost 30 years ago <laughs> yeah but um yes scott no longer lives near us we are we are dispersed uh, he's currently joining us from uh salt lake city to be with his people um <laughs> so and he has he has his own planet yes but for many years uh while you were here um it we had you know the three couples hung out a lot um and that also is a very rare thing to have That's right. you know three different couples who all have their own interests you know be able to come together and truly enjoy each other's company not just the guys hanging out the women hanging out i mean we all kind of you know just hung out together so to wrap up what do you think keeps a friendship together this long, even across big space like we are in now? Um, I would say it, it is in your heart. It it doesn't distance is irrelevant, but I will say our communications had fallen off quite a bit uh, without doubt. The, the number one reason is you two guys like love Facebook and social media and all that kid stuff where <laughs> my, you know, my own son kicks me off his Facebook page. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't really social media much and uh, I, uh, I totally haven't directed or acted in anything since uh, I left California, yeah. which was around 90, 90. 8990. And um, wow. that was it. Yeah, I haven't, and I, I itch for it. Um, Greg is writing a play that I wish he would finish, and I'm trying to get him to do it. Um, Daryl is writing a novel, which I've, I and, a, and you're wor- not finished. You're, you're and, wearing the hat of my play. I did write a play, and it was produced. <laughs> oh, so this there. Is this my count? show? Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't acknowledge it. That's okay. More than once. <laughs> and, 
and um, and this play. <laughs> but I, uh, I so I haven't been, and so other things stop. But more recently, um, some family issues have drawn us closer together again. More recently. Uh, leading up to uh, this get together here on the call, which is wonderful. Um, and I, I, I miss it. I miss it freaking grandly. And I used to have a sales job where I would travel and I would end up in LA. And every time I did, I'd get together with Greg and Daryl, Jackie, you know, guys. And am I allowed to say their names or have yeah. you always? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is probably yeah. stupid because we, you know, yeah. all the other women are in our lives. Yeah. Did, <laughs> did, they sign, did they sign the, the non disclosure oh, yeah. and yeah. copyright infringement and all Absolutely. the things you had me signed before? I got Absolutely. Ready? Absolutely. Oh, okay. This guy yeah. basically, when Greg edits this thing, there's just going to be oh. one big beep through your entire discussion. We won't hear a thing you're saying. I can't wait. I'm going to have my, my, my daughter watch this because she loves you guys. My, listen, here's a little side note. When, when, we, when we did Real Inspector Hound the second time, um, and you two were both the critics, which was the best thing possible in the world, um, the, uh, my, my wife, my daughter was just had been born recently, and my son was on his way. And so she's pregnant through a lot of that. And um, it's, it's a further bonding that 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 we have and um you know daryl even has a funeral plot near my parents you know and Boy, that, that's how that's close true you inf you and you influenced me on that too oh my god it's a cradle of grave friendship oh I dear can, god no, daryl can't make sense. a single decision without scott <laughs> did i tell you <laughs> but i, I do think it's important yeah i, I just I want to confirm. How old is your son? Scott? Uh, he is now just in April, uh, became uh, 32. Yeah, 32. And how old he was is born, your He was born in 89. How uh, old is your daughter? And she's 35. She was born okay. in 87. No, wait, that's 36, right? That's I can't do math. He was, born in eight, he was born in 89. Yes. That's what I thought. Because, you know, we keep talking about Scott, you know, influencing Daryl to do this and to do this and to do this. We got Scott so drunk at our wedding that he, <laughs> that his wife conceived his son <laughs> the night of our wedding. Could have been. Could have I just been. wanted to go on record. As and Scott turned to me that night and said, Daryl, I want you to conceive tonight. Yeah. Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's uh, time to wrap this thing up. Oh my god! Inco inconceivable. <laughs> my dinner is uh, out. Thank uh, you, Scott, for being here with us. This is fun. This thank is you, Betty. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope your your three viewers also do. You have and not answered a damn thing we actually asked. Yeah, but um, I hopefully I I did. will acknowledge the fact that. Uh, and then having a friendship this long, ups and downs, but uh, well worth it. And and as we do with all our episodes, when we have a guest on, we end with this, and because the audience wants to know, who do you like better? <laughs> Wait, from now on, joking, all joking aside, is going to be a three-member cast. Is that <laughs> what you're trying to say? No, no. Okay. We want to go back to having people want to watch the entire episode. Cut the electricity. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Now, so good um, segment. Here, you can join in. You can join in. Here we go. Um, be well. Be well. Be well. Yeah, you talk to the audience now. Be, be happy. Be happy. Be happy. And keep smiling. And always keep smiling. And then you Whatever wave. Doing, you give a bogus smiling. wave like you care. <laughs> like you really care. Look at it. There you go. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See Thank you later. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. All joking aside.